Welcome to the Rise Podcast. I'm Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and a Google search bar. Each week, we'll be sharing tangible, direct advice or inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life. Hi, guys. For this week's episode of the Rise Podcast, I'm doing it in real time. Meaning, I just left a direct sales convention, and I was so startled by something that happened when I was on stage that I knew I needed to record an episode about this topic so that I could teach on it. Because if I'm standing in front of a thousand salespeople, and they don't know the fundamentals of sales, well then, we've got a problem. And I'm assuming that most of you own a small business or have a side hustle or are in direct sales or multi-level marketing or something along those lines. And so this will come in handy. Frankly, even if you don't own a business, but maybe you volunteer or you help fundraise for your kid's school or for your church or something along those lines, this information will be really helpful to guide you in how to increase revenue. So the thing that happened was I was at this convention, I was giving the keynote, and they had a little extra time. So typically when I'm speaking, I do about 45 minutes to an hour. And on this particular day, backstage, they were kind of scrambling because their earlier keynote had gone really short which doesn't seem like a big deal, except these conventions are planned down to the minute. And if all of a sudden you find yourself with 45 extra minutes to go, it can throw everything off. So they were kind of scrambling and I was like, hey, uh, at my own convention, when we do the Rise Conference, I speak on stage for about six hours and I do it for several days in a row. So if y'all want me to talk for some extra time, I don't have to catch a flight yet. I will fill in the gap. So I decided to give my normal speech to start with, which is you know motivation and inspiration, and here's where we're going. And then what I often do is take some questions. I, I really talk to the audience and find out what they're struggling with. And it turns out that this group was really struggling with how to grow their revenue. They had had a really, really strong year. And then they had a year that followed that wasn't quite as strong. And because so many of them were first-time business owners, they had no idea what to do now. Like things had once been successful. Maybe you found this. Maybe you started your business and there was a lot of buzz and everybody cared and everyone bought from you. And now all of a sudden, it's not going as well as it once did. And you need to know how to increase your revenue. Or maybe things are going great and you just want to find out how to take it to the next level. The first thing that you're going to have to do is really hard for a lot of people. And that is you're going to have to get comfortable with sales. It is so shocking to me how many people are in business and are terrified of selling, especially small business owners. Because honestly, if you are not capable of selling, how in the world are you going to stay in business? I know that there are negative stereotypes surrounding salespeople, but 
honestly, as, as long as you're not selling anything in a creepy or cheesy way or taking advantage of someone or selling to someone who can't afford your product, as long as you're not doing those things, then you need not feel weird about selling a product that you believe in. So number one, be okay with the fact that you sell for a living, for a job. That's what you do. You need to be okay with it. So that would be my first piece of advice. And the thing is, I get it. I didn't used to feel comfortable selling. It used to really freak me out. But I think you all have heard me say before that how I approach anything that I feel insecure about, anytime I don't know what it is I want to do or how I'm going to get somewhere, I arm myself with knowledge. So rather than living in fear and not being able to figure out how to get past a certain revenue number, I started reading books. I read every book I could find about how to sell well. I read every um, article. I listened to every podcast. I listened to every, uh, I watched every YouTube video. I did everything I could do to figure out how to do this better. Because y'all, success leaves clues. Anytime someone has succeeded at something, they've left behind a roadmap for you to follow if only you would seek out the information. So uh, one of the books that I absolutely loved was The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes, which is kind of a higher level guidance for sales. And I love that it didn't dumb it down. Um, no disrespect, but I think there are so many books. I know a lot of you are women, and I think there are so many books out there for women in business that really talk down to us, that really, in an effort to try and make it seem simple, give us information that's not high enough for us to take our business to the next level. Does that make sense? You're like, man, I know the basics. I need to go to a higher level here. Because the thing is, with sales, even if you don't think you do, you know the basics. The basics are, you've gotta know your product, you've gotta have someone to sell it to, you've gotta have a plan for how you're gonna get the information to them, either through social media, or in person, or direct mail, or whatever. Those are the basics. We know those. What we need to do, what we need to understand, is how do I make the basics work for me? How do I feel comfortable doing this thing that typically has made me very uncomfortable? So be okay with being a salesperson. Arm yourself with knowledge. That was a book that I loved. But here's what I really want to dig into today. And here's what I think will be most helpful to you guys. I went to a conference years ago and I learned this technique. Uh, it's actually something that was created by Jay Abraham. And Jay Abraham said that there were only really three ways that you could grow a business. Only three ways. Only three ways to increase revenue. And when you simplify it like that, it's like, well, dang, I want to know what the three ways are. So I want to take you through those three ways today, just like I did on stage last week. Because when I asked the audience how they could grow their revenue without growing clients, without relying on only client growth to increase revenue, none of them, not one person in the entire audience had an idea for me, which means this isn't widely understood information. And if it's not widely understood information, there's a chance that it'll be really helpful for you. 
So Jay Abraham, you can look him up. He's got a ton of great books, but here's this idea of his. He says, there's only three real ways that you can increase your revenue. And the first one is really obvious. So we're going to start there. And that is you increase the number of clients that you have. This is not rocket science. If you increase your number of clients, then obviously you're going to have more revenue coming in. So my challenge for you is this. Could you increase your current number of clients by 10%? Could you increase your current number of clients by 10%? So let's say you currently have 10 clients. My mission for you in the next quarter is... If you're going to increase it by 10%, then could you add one more client? If you have 20 clients currently, then by increasing by 10%, you're going to add two more clients. This is really simple math, and that's why it's powerful. Could you increase by 10%? You're like, well, yeah, sure, I guess 10%. That's not too hard to aim for. How do I get there? Well, you get there by stopping this recording or after it's done and brainstorming. Brainstorm every single thing that you can possibly think of that you could do to add 10% more customers right now. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Do you need to send out more emails? Do you need to grow your social media following? Do you need to talk to your friends? Do you need to meet with other people in your organization and see how they're succeeding? Could you watch videos on YouTube about how to grow your customer base? Yes, they exist. Could you listen to podcasts about how to get more customers? Yes, they exist. Could you read books? Absolutely. I just told you one of my favorite ones earlier in the episode. There are so many ways to increase your customers by 10%. But chances are you haven't sat down and written them all out and then tested them out to see what works. But I did tell you there were more ways than that, and I don't want to just get stuck there. But I do want you to remember that part of this mission is that we're going to do three things, and we're going to increase 10% in each area. So the first area is more customers. The second area that we are going to do to increase more 
business to get more revenue is, can you increase your average transaction with your customer? Now notice, this one does not require that you go find more people. And, and so often people don't get that. They're like, oh, I need, I need more customers. No, sis, you need more money. You need more revenue. You need more capital. You need more cash. That doesn't mean you need more customers. That means you need more coming in. And so one of the easiest ways, seriously, you guys, listen to me. The easiest way to increase your revenue is to sell more to your existing clientele. It is a proven fact. It is way easier to sell more to the current customers you have than it is to go and try and find new ones. Promise. So same thing we did with the last one. Can you increase your transaction value by 10%? Let's say you own a bakery. Do the math. What does the average person spend in your bakery? Let's say you own a donut shop. So let's say the average person spends $10 at your donut. I have no idea what donuts. Maybe that's expensive. Maybe that's too little. I have no idea. But if your average customer spends $10 at the donut shop, what could you do to increase their transaction value by 10%? Remember, every single time, we are just trying to do 10% increments. Can you increase the transaction value by 10%? So you go... As the donut shop owner, I've never owned a donut shop. Don't ask me why in the world I picked this category. But the question is, could I get, on average, customers to spend about a dollar more? Because that's 10%, right? So we're going to try and bring their the average sell up to $11. Is there something in the donut shop right now you could do to add a dollar to this to their sale? Well, the first thing that pops into my brain is a cup of coffee or uh, something that they're going to snack on for later. Or do you have, um, right now you sell them a dozen donuts and it costs 10 bucks. What if you did a baker's dozen donuts and it costs $11? Or what if you did a monthly themed donut and if you get a dozen of the themed donuts because they're special, it costs 11 instead of 10? You're going to do the same thing you did last time where you're going to brainstorm all of the different ways that you could possibly get your customer to spend 10% more. The, the, the convention that I happened to be at was um, something that sold products specifically to women. And one of the women in the audience who was a salesperson was like, I could just see it on her face. She was cringing at the idea of having to sell. It was like, oh, she didn't want to do it. It made her so uncomfortable, the idea that she was going to sell to people. And I was like, okay, tell me about your favorite product. What do you personally, of all the products in the line, what is your favorite product? And she starts describing something that she loves. She's like, oh, it's so great. I do it. And, but I don't, you know, I don't. And I'm like, okay, well, why don't you upsell the product that you love to your client? Because guess what? Increasing transaction value means that you're going to have to upsell them. You're going to have to increase what you are selling to them now. And she was like, oh, I feel so bad. I don't want to make them spend more money. I was like, they're already spending money. The only time that you should worry about someone spending more money is if you have a client you know is buying something they can't afford. And frankly, friends, if you are selling to someone 
something they can't afford, you're a jerk. All right? So as long as you're not selling someone something they can't afford, there's a chance that they can afford 10% more. So I asked her, tell me about this product. She's telling me about this product and she loves it. And I'm like, okay, what's your average transaction with your, with your customers? She says, it's about a hundred bucks. And I said, this product that you love, how much, how much is it? She's like, it's $45. I said, holy crap. You're telling me that your favorite product would increase your average transaction value by 45% and you don't try and sell it to your clients. Now, guys, why did I ask her to choose the thing she loved the most? Listen up, because the thing you love the most is the easiest thing for you to sell. If you love this specific pair of earrings, if you love this specific shake, if you love this lotion, if you love this very specific thing, you are so much better capable of selling it to a customer because all you're going to do is tell them the story of why you love it. And in that moment, she was like, well, I don't know how to upsell. So from the stage, I'm like, well, tell me about this cream. Uh, could I wear it to drop my kids off? She's like, oh my gosh, of course. And I said, would it still be great on my skin You know, when I go on date night with my husband later that evening? She's like, yes, that's why I love it. It lasts all day. I just start asking her all these questions about it. And she's gushing and I keep asking and she keeps answering. I'm like, sis, right now in real time, you're upselling me on the product. All you're doing is telling me why you love it. You're not telling me I have to buy it. You're not being slimy. You're not being sleazy. You're just sharing why you dig this specific thing, how you use it in your real life, and how it might work for me. That's all you're doing. And chances are, not everyone is going to buy the thing that you're trying to sell them. Not everyone's going to want the extra donuts. Not everyone's going to want the cup of coffee. Not everyone's going to want the fancy cream. But there is a very good chance that about half of your customers will buy the thing, which means that you're going to increase your revenue without having to find more clients. And that is a massive deal. So remember, number one, can you increase the number of customers you have by 10%? Number two, can you increase the average transaction value by just 10%? 45 would be amazing. See if you could even go more. But what could you do that would just increase it by 10%? The last thing that you're going to do to increase your overall revenue is can you increase the number of times your customer buys from you? So how many times does your customer buy from you? Do they buy once a quarter Do they buy once a week? Do they buy once a month? Do they buy once a year? How could you increase the number of times they buy from you? This one is usually the simplest thing and you're gonna hit yourself upside the head that you didn't do it sooner because most of the time, all we need to do to get our clients to interact with us and buy from us more is ask. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. 
And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Have you sent a follow-up email? Have you um, have you sent direct sale? Uh, meaning, like, have you sent a, a letter in the in the? I don't know why I can't use actual language. Have you sent something in a mailbox? Like, have you sent a follow-up? Did you send a thank you note? As I'm standing in front of these women, I said, "Well, I mean, how are you guys keeping track of the information about your customers?" Crickets. Nobody says anything. I'm like, "Wait a minute, you're selling." two women on the regular, and you're not keeping track of their information. They're like, well, we know what we sell them. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't care about what they, what you sell them. I care about who they are. A great salesperson, a great business leader cares about building a community. They care more about the people that they serve than they do about whether or not they make money off of them. And the irony is, of course, that they make the most money because they've built a community of people who know that they care about them. So my question to you is, do you know about your clients? When is their birthday? When do they go on vacation every year? 
What do they usually ask for for Christmas? Do you have, you know, do you know that the, if, if you're selling to women and you're selling things like jewelry or makeup or anything that feels special, do you have the contact information of their partner? So that when the holiday season comes, maybe you can send a note to them. Hey, I, I don't know if you know, but Shelby's really been eyeing this necklace and she's never really pulled the trigger. And I just thought I'd let you know in case maybe you wanted to get it for her for Christmas and surprise her. Or, you know, hey, um, Sarah really loves this lip gloss, but she's a little nervous that it's a little too wild. But I know that your, your anniversary is coming up and I thought maybe it would be cool if um, you got this for her. Uh, maybe she can try it out on that date night that y'all have planned. The idea is that you know your customer so well that you have a reason to send a follow-up. Listen to me. If you want to increase the number of times that your customer is buying from you, you're going to have to ask more. But if your only reason for asking is that you're trying to serve yourself, if you're trying to make more money, you're not going to see a lot of headway. But if you are only reaching out to people that you can be of service to, meaning you know them, you know their life, you know what would add value, that is how you increase sales. Because you send a quick email or you send a quick text message that says to that person, hey, I see you. I know the things that you're after. The, the gal here in town that does my lashes knows how much I love. I have lash extensions and she knows how much I love them. And if so much time has gone by and I haven't booked another appointment, she'll send me a quick text and she's like, hey girl, I know your schedule's crazy because she knows that I travel a ton. And I don't want you to get so far out that you forget to book your appointment. So here are five available appointments in the next week. And y'all, I always grab one of them. Meaning that I end up taking an appointment a couple of weeks before I might have just because I wouldn't have gotten around to booking one. So she's serving me as a client because it means that she knows my schedule. She knows I'm busy. She knows that I'd much prefer a text versus an email. And she knows that I want my lashes to look good. So I have the idea that she's taking care of me instead of just trying to serve herself. So can you be in touch with? Can you reach out to? Can you have an ask for your current customers to increase the number of times that they buy from you by just 10%? Now listen, if you can increase your customers by 10%, if you can increase your average transaction value by 10%, if you can increase the number of times they buy from you by 10%, 30% minimum growth in your company. And I don't know a person alive. I actually think for some reason the math adds up to a little bit more. I know that doesn't make sense because it's 10 and 10 and 10. But believe me, I think when I learned this the first time, it's actually like 10 and 10 and 10 is like 33.1. doesn't matter. Listen up. <laughs> you guys are like, what are you talking about? Um, the idea is I don't know a person on the planet that owns a business that wouldn't love to increase their revenue by at least 30%. And I think that's you. So what I would challenge you to do today is not just to hear this information and do nothing with it. What I would challenge you to do is sit down and look at your business and brainstorm in three sections. How do I increase my customers by 10%? How do I increase that transaction value by 10%? How do I increase how often we do business by 10%.
Start there and focus on just in a quarter, just this quarter between now and the end of the year are when most sales for most businesses happen because we're about to go into the holidays. So practice this today. Set aside time today with your notebook and a pen. That's all you need. Maybe a little caffeine and get a bunch of ideas and then start seeing if you can put them into practice. I want women, business owners to take themselves seriously. And taking yourself seriously means that you take ownership of where your business is at and where your business is going. Can we stop saying things like, oh, it's just this little thing I do. Oh, it's just this small, it's just this side hustle. It's just this, can you stop downplaying something that you spend so much time and energy working on? This is not small. You are not a little girl. You are a woman full grown and you are capable of great things and you need to act like it. When I stand in front of an audience of a thousand sales professionals and I ask them how they can increase their revenue without adding clients and they can't give me one idea, it says to me that they're so afraid of getting it wrong, they won't even try. It says to me that they're so unsure of what they don't know that they're not arming themselves with more information. Stop making excuses. Every single thing that you wanna know how to do in your business right now exists on the internet for free. And in an age of this much information, your ignorance on this topic is a choice. I love you and I believe in you and I want you to start believing in yourself. So tell me where you're at. If you're listening to this podcast episode today, I want you to take a screenshot. I want you to share it on your social. I want you to tag me and tell your friends, hey, this is the podcast that talks about increasing your revenue and you need to go listen to it. And I want y'all to tell me where you're at in your business and where your goals are to take it in the next three months. Because sis... We're headed into 2019 and you are going to become the person you want to become, not on accident. You're going to do it on purpose. So start acting purposefully with your business. Hey y'all, we should hang out on more than just this podcast which means that the next time you're on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, be sure and type Rachel Hollis into the search bar and check out all the fun things we have going on on your favorite platform. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.